The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, hello, everyone. We are live. Coming back to you all. Uh, we have a spit slight delay. We have a restructuring on our viewing screen. I may uh, be changing it up here and there. Who knows, uh, depending on the liking of uh, the visual appeal. I'm just trying to get into a little Instagram, uh, Facebook to do some sharing. Unfortunately, it doesn't want to work for me. So we're going to go to the Facebook business app before I, well, while I'm getting into the Facebook business app, I just want to tell you all about this wonderful game called Kaimon from our good friend, Jeff and uh, DCT industries. And I'm going to let um, Ricky do a great job to promote and tell you how awesome Kaimon is. You've heard of games before you've played tabletop games with your friends against your friends. Even do you want to play tabletop games quickly, efficiently, and still have fun? Maybe you want some crazy monsters in your life, too. Maybe they can do things or stuff. Do you want to know who Smug Whale is? I bet you do. All these things can be answered and more with Kaimon. Coming soon, I believe in the spring. Kaimon, a player versus player tabletop game, which takes three components on each side and battles out in short intervals. Kaimon, beat your friends smugly. Ricky, that was perfect. Thank you. So <laughs> it's good. been a while. Usually I feel like I'm pretty like, all right, I've got it this week. This time I was like, all right. And it'll be better, even better next week. I'm going to work on these this week and just come up with random things. That was great. That was great. It broke my concentration while trying to post. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Oh, man. What's up, BlackRock Joe? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, thank you so much for tuning in live. Uh, we're just going to give it a second before we start off in tonight's session. For all of you that are listening in, thank you so much for downloading another episode and listening to us play D&D. Uh, if I'm being honest, you want to get the full effect, you want to really feel like you're at the table, come on into our Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube live streams. Uh, they could be found at podcasters underscore on Twitch, Pod dash casters tabletop gaming on youtube and facebook basically just go search up fabala five on facebook and you'll find us let me just do a quick little hashtag fabala five but uh what is going on with everyone else uh, has anyone had anything fun, exciting in the video game? I know there's a lot of uh, game trailers that were dropped. Any exciting uh, gaming news or video games that anyone's ready for uh, coming out this year? Me. What game? I'm super excited. It's come out, but I haven't gotten it yet. It's Psychonauts 2. Uh, the first Psychonauts game on the original PlayStation 2 uh, and Xbox was absolutely amazing and absolutely fun. Um, and then WarioWare has a new, uh, Nintendo has a new game, WarioWare, out on the Switch. I haven't gotten that yet, but it's supposed to be uh, tons of mini games, uh, completely chaotic and absolutely fun for you and your friends. 
Nice. Like in the in the old Switch trailer, like when it was first coming out, and they showed like uh, those those teens and those middle twenty age somethings on the rooftop of New York City, like playing on the couch with each yeah. other. Like WarioWare is the perfect game to actually like make that dream come true. Because dreams do come true when you buy Kaimon from DCT Industries, which is not a video game yet, but a tabletop game, like Ricky was saying. I would play uh, Kaimon on a roof with a bunch of 20-somethings. That sounds pretty fun. DCT. Same. Check them out. All right. Well, now that I tagged uh, Fabala5 on our Facebook post, so if you guys are listening in, you can search Fabala5 on Facebook, and it's going to pull up, or at least it should. <laughs> as long as I did this right. But uh, you definitely want to help us out. Come on in Sunday nights. Check us out live. But let's get into tonight's session. When we last left off, our party had begun eating breakfast that Kelna and Howard had brought to them. And after Ricky... <laughs> Remus found a dagger a sorry not a dagger a uh, a sword handle in a pile of rubble of Kelna's uh, cart that she had been st- uh, stowed away in they all passed out knocked out by some poison or some other induced uh, drug that they had presumably been eating you all had a hell of a dream fighting multiple dragons. Finks, you turning into a dragon. And Morgor going through some revelations. Being challenged by the queen to prove that he is a worthy champion. You all awoke. It is roughly the evening at this point, and sun is not setting yet, but it is slowly dipping in the sky. What do you all do? Just woken up from your dream nap. You all were allowed to hit long rest. I think the first thing I'm doing is kind of taking out a little sketchbook and drawing that uh, fungus dragon to the best of my memory. Keep that in my mind fresh as something to maybe aspire to at a later date. All right. Make a history check. Is that my character shoot up? Uh, 15. It was a unique experience. And... You've had many wild dreams before. You're a very creative, indivi- uh, creative individual, Finks. Um, sometimes unorthodox, but nevertheless creative. Kind of like the MacGyver, in a way, at times. This was a unique experience, being transformed into a dragon. And although it feels as real as if it actually had happened... There's a detailed print of what it felt like to fly and have wings and have a breath weapon and the power of a mighty beast 
You successfully uh, doodle a very descriptive uh, looking dragon with funky looking fungus and mushrooms growing off of its neck and fairly detailed down to for what you can remember it feeling like. Awesome. Is there any uh, bacon still out? It's a few pieces of bacon. I don't know. I'm just going to kind of find somewhere to put those on my person. Pack of bacon? Yeah. Okay. All right. Pack it. Say a handful of bacon. Assuming everyone else is done eating, so. Yeah, no, you can have the rest of my bacon if you wanted to. That's my bacon. I'll eat mine. All right. <laughs> Remus goes to take a few bites of the bacon. You all with hesitation wait, seeing if he is going to have to pass out. And you're fine. No save is needed. No tasty bacon. A little smokiness to it. It wasn't the bacon after all. Speaking do of... You want, do you want yours back then? No, no. You, you can have it. I think you got a little bit of fungus on it. That just makes it extra delicious. Mm. I'm going to start going through my bag and making sure everything... I st- like I still have that I would have used in- during the dream. <clears throat> All right, start looking through your bag. Make an investigation check. Yeah. Twenty, thirty. Um, looking through your bag, you do see all of your belongings, plus a blue vial that is still corked with a wax seal over it. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to kind of go off to the side and take my little pouch and kind of inspect it, open it up, reach my hand in, see what I can feel, find if there's anything extra in the bag. I want to try to take it out. What do you try to picture for? Um, Any other potions or weapons, anything that might be useful. Make an arc. Make a straight intelligence check. Okay. Uh, hold on. That's the save intelligence. Uh, ten. You reach your hand in there, and you think potions, 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 glass vials. There's a uh, almost popping feeling within your clutches of your kind of your grasp as you feel a uh, vial of glass of sorts appear in your grasp, long and slender, with a stopper at the end of it. Hmm. Pull it out. Pull it out. It is some green looking uh, liquid potion. In a glass stopper. Interesting. 
gonna uncork it and sniff it. Okay. Make a medicine check. Medicine. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 20 dirty. Okay. This no health potion. This actually has more of a uh, pungent smell uh, underneath this sweet aroma. And if almost has a, uh, the longer you smell it in and kind of take it, take the scent in, it makes, it makes you start to feel sick and your stomach start to turn. Okay. It's going to cork it for now and throw it back in my bag. Okay. Good to know. I'm just going to start going through my book and. Okay. For now. Okay. Morgor, you do realize that the protruding feeling that you felt on your shoulders that had uh, almost the wings that had sprouted. They are still there and they are actually flexed at this point. Your wings are spread out. So I still, I still have the wings. Yes. I want to try like flapping them. As you go to flap them, there is this uh, dried skin-like material that is uh, webbed in between it. Uh, Patches of it are kind of almost necrotically and uh, eaten away, almost kind of just like weathered. But they do flap, and as you kind of begin to kind of beat them, there's a magical presence that you can start to feel yourself float All right, I'm gonna stop. Okay. I'm gonna like land back. <laughs> Maximus, Remus, anything. Uh, <clears throat> I think I was in the process of uh, taking some extra fabric laying around and making a uh, little cloak like mine for uh, Lucky. Okay. All right. Um, make a dex. Let make make a dex check. Just curious. Wow. As you're as you're trying to sew together a little small little tunic and kind of tighten the knots. Ten. Ten. It's not bad. It's not the most uh, detailed cloak, but for a skeletal rat, this isn't bad. And you know, it's like a little tunic. You can slink over a skeletal lucky. All right. Well, Kalna comes walking out of her uh, cart. What the hell? I um is did anyone else fall asleep? Yeah, and I noticed you were missing. Thanks for the help, Kelna. I slept great. <laughs> yeah, you too. Yeah, I uh 
I heard I heard someone digging around uh, in some handles, and then I just remember clocking out. Oh, I was digging. I found this. Oh shit! Is she kind of looks looks uh, a little worried? Like, uh, last time I went just rifling around, I I took a bit of uh, poison damage. W- were you guys careful? Because that. This cart's been a little dangerous, but there hasn't been any other free ones that I was able to get into. Uh, I'm I'm good. Okay. Ugh, she's kind of uh, shaking her head, just kind of looking a little dazed and confused at this point. She just looks a little out of it. Um, I'll say Remus, make a perception check. I got a four. Okay, never mind. Deal. Uh, she perceives to be, she perceives to be tired. May uh, I check out my cool new? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I was gonna say if if I had time, I'd check out like the hilt I found and see if I could just start swinging at things like how my knives, my like daggers work. I just feel like if I held the same energy, I'm just like, all right, if I can push it through my hand, through the hilt. But I don't know if that's true. Okay. Make an arcana check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, you kind of grab this daggered blade. Yeah, it has a more like the stiletto handle where it's pointed down to, and the handles curve. There's this little ruby in the center. As you begin to kind of swing it, uh, you kind of pulse a little psychic energy, and the ruby shatters from the hilt the, where the blade meets the handle. And as it shatters, there's a release of sunlight that goes that, that comes beaming out of it about uh, your your. Uh, Forearm in hand's length, almost in a short sword fashion, just and it pulses. It's got a uh, formed blade of light, but it feels warm, almost like a nice summer's day. And the blade is almost kind of has a living, not fluidity, but almost a pulsing of its coursing of energy as the sides kind of ripple uncontained. I uh, think Kylo Ren's lightsaber a little bit, how the kind of the energy is, isn't like a perfect, just beam. Um, Fink sees this and immediately pulls his shield and holy symbol out. Okay. He's, he's offended by this blade's existence. Make a religion check. Thinks. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 12. 12. This, uh, the, the, the limited knowledge of otherworldly patrons and gods and deities that you do know of, uh, you're aware of Paylor uh, uh, and other names that he's known for as uh, the Morning Lord in uh, different and various uh, universes and existences and timelines. 
and Paylor's. Uh, you see the uh, the sunburst insignia on the blade of the hilt of where the ruby hit shattered. There is being this circle uh, with the sun, with the rays of energy kind of protruding uh, from it. And this appears to be a weapon of uh, a weapon that was made for a paladin or warrior of the sun god. So great, evil, and cursed. Got it. This Got is it. pretty neat. <laughs> Turn it off. It's super bright. Good oh, look, don't, don't you hear the sound? It's like... It's like and then I'll, I'll, I'll stop putting the energy through and I'll still keep making the sound. <laughs> I hope that Ruby wasn't important. Actually, can I pick up... Is it like in pieces? Yes, you see the ruby has been like shattered and is in multiple pieces. Um, it's not like fine dust, like slivers. It's more like just shards. I'm going to take the shards. <laughs> take the shards. Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, Jesus. Just trying to make sure you, you scavenge all the pieces. Man. Five. I got the really big ones. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'll say you, you grab... For the most part, majority of the ruby shards, depending on what you want to do with them, you may need to MacGyver some and uh, fill in some of the cracks if you're trying to replicate them and make them whole again. But for the most part, I have no idea what these are for, but it came out of it, so it might be important. Maybe ruby shards. And then I'll, I'll just shove the shards in like my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, Remus, I think you missed one right there by your foot. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say you, you get another shard. Uh, as, you, as you do, you feel like you kick a stone hard with your heel and turning around to see where the stone had tumbled. It's, it's You don't know where the stone tumbled off to. Perhaps a lost piece. <laughs> I'll say... Um, you have this blade. Uh, you're not quite attuned to it yet, unless you were. Let's see, you were not look. You were that you found this after you woke up, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I think so. Okay. Yes. Sure. So you're not so, attuned to the item yet. I yeah. Say. If we, whatever, if we're, I don't know what we're doing now, but if we have downtime, I would attune to it. Okay. Um, it's up to the yeah. party. Kalna I don't think is... we're gonna take off right now. Uh, we just kind of woke up, which was kind of interesting. Kalna wasn't in our dreams. Hmm. She she's out. She's I um I, I recall that we're all gonna go after Jarrell, but the show is gonna be starting any moment for the night. I don't know if we want to attack him in full force. Well, everything's going on. Unless we wish to jump him from the back in between acts. Well, that's a possibility. However, everybody will be out in the circus, will they not? Sir, look at herself. For the most part, they'll, they'll, all, the, all the big players would be near him. How yeah. can we get in as an act? 
she looks at you and be like, you, you just kind of go up near the back where all the other acts are, but Jarrell's the one that's siphoning and kind of like feeding you all into into like who who's next. So he's, there's kind of like a constant hands-on during the main show. Don't forget those bracers. I'm sure they'd notice we weren't wearing them. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have a pair of his manacles, so if anything, if we can get to him and I can manage to get it on him. Perhaps, but that's one problem solved. The other ones are Harry and Barbados. Because you bet your skin they're going to be gunning for you next. Yeah, but if they're being controlled by Jarrell, if I'm not mistaken, I noticed they have the same kind of things on them. If we can break those off, maybe. Perhaps. will turn in our favor. She sits there and she thinks. She looks at you all. I haven't been able to get close enough yet. I really wasn't expecting you all to be here this soon. Or at all. I got one of those off with one good hand. I think if I have two and someone helps me, I should be able to get them off us. But it also hurt when I did that. So it's up to you guys. Yes. Oh, um, speaking of, Tony, yes. as you bring up about getting the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you helped get one of the shackles off, correct? Uh, yeah, I think I either dispelled it or we lockpicked it. I forget. You lockpicked it. I think it was one in one. With the lockpicking, you feel a, um, almost a surge of a, a self-accomplishment that you did well. And you gain um, a plus one with your dagger. No. All right. I like that. Wait, the cool dagger? The cool dagger. Plus one to to hit or to damage? To hit and damage. So it is now effectively a plus two dagger? This would be a plus two dagger. Fancy, fancy. But it's a really cool dagger and, you know... It's your dagger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Of course. This is my dagger. There are many like it, but this one no. is mine. There's only one <laughs> like it. <laughs> Special. Okay. Um, sorry. I just remember that from the last time. She goes, ah, well, we, you also weren't in mid-combat trying to get the shackle off, if, if I'm mistaken. Correct. Yes, that is correct. So, coming after and getting the shackles off of Barbados and Holly, if you could subdue them out of combat, perhaps you could get rid of the shackles, but. Oh, hold on, hold on. While she's talking, I'm going to like stare at her intently and see is it really 
her or is it Jarrell transformed as her? Make a perception check. Oh, okay. Uh, nope, that's a nine. Okay. Skitharax. Um, you'd get full rest of your, uh, as Morgor, obviously. But what was your roll, Danny? Uh, nine. Nine. It appears to be Kelna. Right. Something looks a little off about her. But you can't place what. Mm. But you, but you do believe this is Kelna. Perhaps she just has a little too much makeup on right now. She looks a little too, maybe a little, threw on a little bit too much of the white uh, white paste. Something looks off about her. Hmm. Okay. But if you guys could get them alone, perhaps, but I mean, all they need to do is shout for reinforcements and then you have a circus of monsters and zombie ogres and who knows where the owl bears are and if there are children being kept if Um, do you have anything they're alive like the shackles that aren't the shackles in this pile of stuff Mm, let let, let her go look do you wish to look with her I'll go look with her, yeah. Go look with her. Make a, an investigation check. All right. As she rolls a nat one on her look. 17? 17. No you modifier. Go, okay. Looking through the shackles and the piles of junk, um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. As you see two pairs of shackles, that you see that they look, um, they're tucked away on on top of a bag. Almost looks like a satchel. And as you go to remove these two pairs of shackles that are just plain, looking at, like, you know, you could use as, a, as decoys, you hear a click, click of almost a spring releasing. And you hear there's a shift of almost glass bottles kind of like shifting off of a, uh, that were being balanced. Uh, your another, dex- another 17. 15 okay. plus. Um, was anyone else inside the carriage or is it just Maximus? I'm going to be outside asking why we need to save these people again. Okay. Um, as you hear, there's a few clickings and you hear these, uh, these glass almost balls shifting as there's a smashing a of glass. There is a quick explosion of fire and glass shards that come shooting out in your direction. You, uh, you luckily maneuver out, avoiding majority of the damage, but you'll still take. Ten points of piercing damage. Pile of junk takes three points of psychic damage and is pushed away ten feet. Okay, need you to make a Constitution <laughs> saving throw. Oh, that's not D twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you feel that there is this uh, caustic 
acid that begins seeping into your skin and in between the cut wounds from the glass. And there is a, uh, it almost feels as if someone is kind of rubbing your shoulders. And as you kind of push out with your arcane archfey sense, it's like a, almost like I've never seen it, but like almost like a, is it a ghost where there's a ghost over the, over the back where like you kind of look down at your shoulders and you see this, uh, you're like almost an archfey spiritual creature kind of like grubbing, uh, rubbing your hands with the glass shards all splintered into you. And as they are, they're actually picking out all the little pieces of acidic glass that are seeping into your wounds and you don't take acid damage. Do I have the shackles? Do you have two pairs of plastic, uh, or like plain old shackles? Okay. And looking beyond near the uh, back end of where the cart of all this junk is stacked on top of one another, you see an, uh, an actual pair of magical looking shackles. About, Can I use ten, my ma- about five feet away from you. Um, Can I use my mage hand to grab those? Of course. You kind of conjure up your mage hand. It has this like skeletal looking cat, cat paw kind of drifts up and t- swoops and grabs the uh, shackles. It pulls them over to you. Wow. You see that they have these arcane kind of runic looking carvings along them. Okay. Um, I'll go back outside with okay. the shackles. All right. And I'll tell the group that maybe we can uh, put the fake shackles on Howard and try and get in Jarrell's good graces and tell him we've, we had a, we had a row and we have now captured him and brought him to him for his service. But he's not really under control because they're, you know, fake. But with my uh, with my minor illusion, maybe we can make them look like they are actually uh, magic. I like that idea. I'll say the shackles you do see uh, that you do the magical ones that you do grab. They are currently locked together, kind of like already closed, and you see that there's the padlock on them, kind of locked shut. So you'll need to unlock them to be able to reuse them. Um, Kalna's so with looking to trick Jarrell into thinking his friends are giving him up because he's what? Turned into an an asshole? asshole. (laughs) I mean, mean, she looks at you and she's like, I mean, he probably won't be surprised. No offense, Howard. None taken. Okay. I know as like the clear lovable person of the group, it would be kind of hard to convince Terrell that I am an asshole, but I think I think I can pull it off. You give yourself too much credit, Howard. <laughs> yes, I know. You're bloody smart, bloody smart, but Ah, you've got away with words. Um, okay, so do we wish to do this during the show or are we trying to get him after the show? 
we do after, after would be better yeah it kind of depends like where does should we just scout one show just to see like how everything runs how many shows are there left before they go away well it's pretty much the same show uh two two to three times a day they do a, a midday show an afternoon show and then a nice night show uh goes about an hour or so long you you all were there for the for the night show i'm pretty sure with the, yeah but uh, it kind of got uh it kind of got disrupted towards the end um when things killed that chimera so i'm just curious like what the oh. normal routine would be after a normal show um because then that could dictate like what we could do and plan as far as grabbing Jarrell and getting him. Well, after after the Chimera, usually they would try to vanquish an evil beast or something of sorts. Um, I, I don't know what they're going to be doing without the Chimera now and how that will change the order. But like a sacrifice, and I'll look like, over Howard. I could be your sacrifice. Kind Just of like uh, actually sacrifice me. I mean, it is kind of like a throwing off a gladiator style who can vanquish the grand beast. I mean, generally it's a skeleton or so, and it's kind of comical for the kids, but they get to see a big, ferocious monster. So perhaps he would give you a mercy killing? What about if instead of fighting a magical beast or whatnot, I go out there and I challenge Jarrell as the final fight. And then you guys afterwards. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you... You'd have to be pretty damn convincing to, to get him out in front of everyone. You, you know he won't play fair to this. So you all better be watching for... Anyone else? Says we play fair. It's not just going to be Barbados and Holly. It's going to be everyone. It's coming at you. You're going to have to take him out quick. Or else you're going to have hordes of zombies and skeletons. All of the grounds workers. All the concession stands. And what about the patrons? What if we can convince them? Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a nervous chuckle. Like, I mean, I don't know if the patients really are all up for feeling of a, of a fight. I mean, they're patrons. They, they'll probably run scared. Uh, you, you saw what happened when a undead Chimera cut loose. They, they ran in panic. We had to give, they had to give everyone free beer to stay. And not even then, people still left. But it's it comes with chaos. Don't you understand? We can take advantage of this. We can chaos. Run. Then Drell maybe is going to be stuck in the ring. He won't be able to find his back door. Maybe we can light a fire. Maybe we can do a lot of things. I say we go now. We're pretty good on our feet, right? I just I want to learn how the <laughs> once I figure that out I'm good to go. Remus, over the course of this 
half hour, we'll I'll allow you to tune to this. <laughs> um, as you're tuning to it, this you come to find that this is a um, you you can equip this into your items. It's a known as a sunblade. It's a plus two bonus to attack and damage, and you get an extra D eight against uh, undead. As you kind of, there's a moment as you're all talking to Kelna and you see Remus just kind of stop. And there's a big flash as like, as if the blade is uh, kind of converging uh, inner meaning to him. And you just get hit with a wealth of just information of almost like a priest is laying uh, rituals and prayers and just kind of repetition into memory. And you're seeing through like a child's, mind of like in class writing down notes of uh a good against undead advantage against uh you, you, a good against when fighting undead you get a damage to bonus you get extra radiant damage almost like you're getting a, like a a dose of holy cleric just kind of knowledge ingrained into you and you see that there is the man from the dream that you had the night before as the one that is being kind of belittled with knowledge and you kind of come out of your state as you see this blade is Alright, I got it. Why? Alright, before we go though, why do we need to save these people? I don't think we need to really save them. I just want to kill Jarrell. Yeah, and in the process okay. we're helping out some locals that might be able to help us out down the road. As long as all right, yeah, that, that makes that rounds out the picture for me. I forgot it was the nap. Um, yeah, cool. Okay. So, the plot is to offer a parade. Parade Howard in in the shackles, the fake ones, disguised to make them look like they're the the real ones. Okay. And then rip off the the cloak and aha, surprise. Just kidding. Not so smug now, are you, Jarrell? All right. He's gonna have a whale, guys. A whale of a time but... dealing with us. Sorry. I will drop every smug whale reference joke I can. I just love that Kaimon. All right. I want there to be a Kaimon anime. And I want to see like Smug Whale. It's phase three. <laughs> We're skipping ahead. <laughs> um, Smug Whale voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. So Kalna's gone. All right. Um, so, Howard's the only one going in shackles, then. What are we doing about me? Should I go in costume, disguised? Should I watch from afar? Should I help take out uh, people as they come running for Jarrell's help when the fighting kicks off? You've been here long enough to know who is essentially anti-Jarell as far as the 
the vendors, the game players, and all that go. They can't be too happy with their current situation. Is there anything you can do to them or say to them to help them sweeten the deal and be ready to take up arms or cause a distraction or to uh, fight? There's only about two or three people that I think would really do anything against Jarell. Um Majority of the undead, they'll follow his command. He has a sway over them. There's a uh, control that they can't say no to. Well, essentially a mind, mind control, she describes. The other patrons, they have nothing else. They have nowhere else to go. And uh, it's one of those, unless you're undead, you kind of get shackles while you're here, if you're working. And I've done pretty well to keep to the shadows and not have any placed on me. I have a feeling that the person that had my cart before me wore those as she looks down at the one that you actually had found in the back corner. No, I, uh, I've got a few friends here, but I don't know anyone that will actually help us to overturn the folk circus uh, uh, apart from a few dwarfs that have also found themselves to be prisoners here or perhaps some of the goblins but they don't know any better well I say everything helps so if we can get as many people on our side and that'll keep you safe and away from being seen Rally the troops from behind. Yeah, Spread yeah. the word. Did we get everything from the cart that we could possibly use? You have no idea. Hmm. But it is dangerous digging through there. Because there is a lot of good and a lot of bad. Probably more bad than good. Dangerous. More dangerous than good. I think that's twice now that traps have gone off. What about the magic bag, Howard? Maybe we can bring the whole pile with us. Yeah. I'm going to go into the cart. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with you. Sweet. Um, yeah, if you want to check for traps just in case. But Yeah, I, can I use my eye to scan like the crates and stuff? Yeah. Um, make an investigation shock with advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen. Scanning the crates on the ground before you walk into the cart themselves, you see there is a lot of packaged meat, salted meat, a lot of wine barrels, uh, and a lot of of bottles of wine, caskets of ale, mini kegs, um, nothing too magical, just standard provisions outside a lot of the carts. Kind of like for storage and just for constant travel, which Kelna explains that, you know, the carnival does its rounds. We've jumped between a few different towns. We hit up Brinespell, hit up Berghold, made a pit in a place called uh, Doranel, and Barovia was next on its list. It uh, jumps a little bit of everywhere. It's traveling, uh, kind of coming and going with its own 
magical purpose. But it seems that wherever it goes, it's been causing a little bit of havoc. Uh, surprisingly enough, it still requires the same you know, perishables and you know, it still needs constant in- import of food and, and good uh, you know, goods. So wherever it goes, people end up either, either trading or one or two uh, managers or people, I guess, that Jarell would trust. He sends off in shopping. So you do see kind of screening over a bunch of the a bunch of the barrels and carts, standard provisions, um, going inside the cart itself, looking around. A lot of rags, um, broken handles, of swords. There's busted shields. Snapped helms, uh, half pieces of suits of armor, scale mail, leather. It's all mishmaj podge. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Got a 13 on the d20. 13 on the d20. As you're kind of piling through pits of junk and just kind of scanning your eye, you see that there is a black ingot-looking uh, box. It looks like it was like a, a black, like iron-rusted ingot. And with your eye, you can see that the ingot is almost split in half, and there is like a keyhole-type fixture on it. And this little like ingot almost looks like a jewelry box of sorts. And you could see it as you're kind of peering through a pile of junk about two feet deep into the pile that's in Kelna's cart. So you have to like pull it through a hodgepodge pile of junk, hoping nothing will happen. Oh, that's what you think. (laughs) Until I summon Tensor's floating disc under the box and have it go three feet in the air and come (laughs) towards me. Okay, so your insider cart, you, you cast Tensor's Disc below where the box is or right above where the box is? Right under the box so I can lift the box up out of the rest of the junk. So I, as so I'm let, doing so this, I tell Howard the, the, me to move The back. box? Okay, yes. go on. Oh, I'm assuming it's in a crate and there's a bunch of other stuff. So I'm just going to have everything else overflow over the edges of that box till I have my one box on the disc. Okay. Uh, yeah, so one of the crates are within this is a you know this is a larger cart. It's like a carriage type style type size, and it's just been packed with a whole bunch of adventuring gear. And one of the back boxes you start to lift the tensor's disc out of. Uh, make a dexterity check, and add your Arcana modifier to it as you're trying to wiggle off boxes and junk off of this to just maintain this little lockbox on. Oh, he threw his hands in there. Is that a 20? 24 with my mod. I rolled a 19. Nice. nice. Uh, you carefully hover the disc out and conjure it in closer to you. And you do you lower it to the ground or you have this uh, jewelry looking box sized uh, black ingot looking block. And it looks uh, solid and sturdy. And you're trying to peer into it with your eye and you cannot. I'm going to hover it over towards Howard and see if he knows anything about this because I can't see through it. Okay. Just so you guys are still inside the carriage. Yep. 
Okay. All right. Well, we, um, we can go outside the carriage too, I guess, if you want. I don't. Your well, I don't know if you wanted to check anything else out. While he was doing all that, I would have been trying to search around and see if I can find the satchel that they were talking about earlier. Say that again. While while he was doing the thing with the disc, I would have been looking around to see if I can find the satchel that they were talking about earlier. Satchel. What? Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What did I miss up? What satchel? Wasn't there another satchel or no? No, you had. The, I thought you had the satchel. Oh, okay. There was only the one that I got then. Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Never mind. Um, what I what, what I was saying before? Yeah. Oh, I was saying, let's bring the whole pile of cursed weapons with us and with your you know, satchel them unexpectedly. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I thought. Never mind. Um, okay, yeah. Morgor have idea. <laughs> Morgor pops up. <laughs> Morgor, <laughs> just like in the window. Even... <laughs> Morgor, welcome to the cart. I even see you there. <laughs> Morgor's party no like Jorel, correct? That is correct. Morgor killed Jorel. That is a great plan. Morgor have other plan. Hold on. I I don't know if we need another plan after that one. That was. This is why we keep you around, Morgor. All right. What's the other plan? It's gold. It's got to be gold. Morgor take whole cart. Was that it, Morgor? Just you gonna take the like, cart? The tent, or are, are we just you, maybe when we leave? No, Morgor. guys, you want to like hook up Morgor to the cart, and we'll just bring the whole cart and everything inside it, and then we'll just like dump it on him or something. Kelna Morgor. is Kelna is How's... staring at Morgor. Just... No, no, leans over to you, Finks. He's the barbarian of the group, right? Uh, if you want to call him that, sure. Hmm. She's staring at you with a dumbfound look like, huh. Morgor, how strong are you? Because I think if you can fly, you can hold the cart or carry the cart with you while you're flying. Morgor is strongest dragonborn. Okay. In game terms, uh, strength of 19. Oh, nice. Okay. I totally believe you, Morgor. Strongest so... dragonborn, maybe, but not the strongest tabaxi. Nine. <laughs> okay. Just figuring out... Here, can I, can, uh, Jeff, I'm going to put you in charge of Googling how to calculate your strength with your <laughs> poundage. You could tell me how, how heavy you could lift. All right. Off I think there's like one. pull and lift stats. This hypothetical physics break is brought to you by DCT yeah. Industries and Kaimon. While they're Maybe going through you that. you want to be strong enough to lift Smug Whale. You know how you'll find out if you play Kaimon. DCT. All right. So. Well, we're doing a strength check. Remus, you were looking at the box, I believe. Uh, I was trying to see if, because I can't see through it, so I would ask Howard if it's like 
magical? Yeah, I'll take a look. I don't. I. I still haven't figured out who's the better person to ask about magic stuff in our group. So how much? How much does this cart weigh? Probably about like thousand pounds or so. Okay, I can I can pull it. <laughs> All right. So that's what that playing wheels, right? Bald, that's what's that's where you learn uh, weight capacities. Playing Baldur's Gate One Enhanced Edition, finding out that you cannot keep seven heavy plate armors in your wizard's equipment box. Got to have a dump character for that. Strength scores matter. All right. So yeah, Morgor, you can carry that or uh, pull it. And then uh, I guess I'll just grab the box from Remus and kind of look it over. Oh, it's got a keyhole. Maybe Kevin might be able to open it, but do I get like any kind of magical presents from it? Make it or kind of check. All right. Uh, nice. That's a 24. 24. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. 24. There's definitely a magical presence coming from this. Hmm. Definitely a magical presence coming. Um, this box is heavy. You do notice this lifting us. This is just barely uh, beyond your strength, Howard. You know, you're not the weakest in the group, but this is pretty heavy. It's it's almost as if it's made by like steel itself, trying to uh, hold it. It's kind of like a little bit of a weight. You may even set it back on Tensor's disc. And as you're kind of tracing your fingers along these seams, you see that there's a little crackle of magical energy that kind of sparks from the uh, box itself. Almost a, uh, almost a, almost like electrical burn. It's coming from uh, where the, the cracked boxes. Yeah, so uh, Remus, it's it's got some magical properties. You might be able to open it with Kevin, but uh, it might be trapped. So just be careful with it. Oh boy, another trap box. Um, well, I mean, I guess we're going to go take on Jer- I We're going to take on Jarrell now. Like, I feel like I shouldn't try and dive into this if we're going to do something big. Unless there's something in there that we could use against Jarrell. Yeah, but if it hurts me, then I have to rest. And What about using that box heal. against Jarrell? An offering. He opens hit him it. with the box. But what if What if it's like good? What if he what gets something cool out of the box? Yeah. The box thickens. Um, you know what? I'll give it a thanks. How much can, you can heal me pretty you're healed. You're healed so you can heal me in theory. Uh no. I'm just no, saying I, this I, as I, I poke I my head out of the cart. Wait, I why can't you heal me? Point at the sun blade. No. What do you mean? Uh, oh okay. Can you heal no, no, me? No. Yes. What about me? Not that. Well, I don't need you to heal the sword. I just need you to heal me. No. Oh. You got a cool dagger. I wasn't fine. I was fine with it. <laughs> Morgor if... will heal you, Remus. 
I if, I really play, pray that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what if Remus hands me the sword? Thanks. Then will you heal uh, Remus? Yes, but then I won't heal you. Okay. That's all fair. right, that's a fair system. I, I respect it. Um, all right. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> I'll bust out Kevin the key knife. All right, bust out Kevin the key knife. Uh, Slender key with the uh, skeleton-looking handle that has this uh, faint, this uh, sharpened blade to it. That and what's the last time you used Kevin the key knife? Uh, it's it's been a little while. Maybe in the underground. Oh, I had to assume. The, the key the key handle feels a bit cold. It's, it's been it's been a minute. We haven't really needed to open things. We've been finicky with each other. Um, <laughs> Kevin, I. I named you, so I hope you actually took appreciation of that. I don't want to get hurt opening this box, so please help me. I truly hope that one day we can figure out how to turn you back and forth between a knife and a key again. Maybe this will be it. And then I'll try and turn the key. All right. Make a sleight of hand check with proficiency. I mean, you're so high level of a rogue you should be good at sleight of hand check. 25 alright it's been quite some time and there is this instinctual urge for you to, to crack out Kevin to see what will happen and as you uh, grab the key and kind of slide it into the place with one of your lock picks on the, re- on the standby in anticipation of Kevin not fulfilling his uh his his expectations you slip it in and you feel the tumblers shift into place as the key slides in and clicks without hesitation or resistance you quick you can turn it feel it unlock and as you pull out kevin there is a sudden warmth and comfort running through the hand as the key shifts into a leathered dagger handle and as you pull it out you see that there is a fine blackened steeled blade of a small dagger you think again as a key it turns into a key you think again turns into a blade we did it everyone Make an event, make a perception check for me. Oh, god, oh, that could be something. Hold on, all right, that's 10. On the uh, the the back handle kind of stamp of like the of the of like the uh, the butt end of the of the of the blade. There is a there is a K kind of stamped into the brassing for the handle. Kevin taking on the name. Yeah, here we go, Kevin. Now the bigger picture. What's, What's in, in the, the box? box? Mm-hmm. Forty-one episodes in, we finally got Kevin. There you go. <laughs> so long, so many times so just talking <laughs> to an imaginary inanimate object. Or is he? It's a sentient keyblade. 
is them hearts as you uh do you open the do you open the box all right i i I would like to use my mage hand okay use your mage hand there's a skeletal hand a purplish special hand that kind of crawl and uh materializes up grabs the back end of the box and peels it open for you all sitting inside this orange amber silk like plush uh little pillow like material is a silvered ring with blue inlay that ripples around it and as you open the box you see a little bit of lightning crackle around it Just that, Remus? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna put it on. <laughs> All right. I don't know what this does. You but... now have on a a silver ring with this blue inlay. All right. I found this ring. It doesn't merely match my skin at all, but it might make. Um, I'll say. Who wants to make an? Who wants to make an Arcana check about on the ring? I'll take a or look. Right or we'll do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Twelve. Who's Argon Junior? Thank you. Thank you for being in the chat. New new name for uh for me. Would you get more, Gore? Twelve. Twelve. I rolled a ten, so he actually knows more about it than I do. Morgor is the smartest when it comes to magic. There's a split personality as uh, Morgor kind of just kind of zones off. And Morgor hears multiple voices shouting in his head, almost like personalities are arguing. Morgor, you come back after a what seems to be an hour of just thought great contemplation for all of you. It's been roughly a few seconds. This has electrical properties. Morgor, you don't know how you know this. Because it's blue. That's into dragon stuff. That's pretty neat. come in handy if you ever have to ride a blue dragon. Oh, Danny did ride. Howard did ride the lightning. Forgot about that. That was a good one. I want to see Howard. I want to see see a picture of Howard riding a blue dragon. Okay. Come in handy. For the style of the never-ending story? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like that. It's like that super cut when they took the uh, the dragons from Game of Thrones and they cut it into the never-ending story of them going through. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it is. All right. Uh, essentially, Ricky will say you have a resistance against lightning damage. Sick. Nice. Just so I don't have to keep remi- remembering that on the side. But, all right. So, 
you guys have been sitting here planning, plotting. Kalna goes, so I'm going to go off and attempt to round up some folks that I think would be able to help us in a resistance. Uh, You do realize that everyone's going to have the shackles on them. So Jarrell is going to have some sort of control over them. Unless we could find a way to deactivate all of them at once. Kelda, can I ask you a question about the shackles? Is there yes. a command word or is it, how, how, do, how do they work? Have you, have you seen him use them? She goes, uh, hell if I know. I, I don't. I've never seen him use them. I've seen them come off in very rare occasions, I believe. I saw one who, who attempted to get it off on his own, fought it. And he kept failing. Um, he was a bard named Sergio. He was... He just had to get out of here. And so did Sergio make it? No. He couldn't. He uh, kept tampering with it, and after enough failures, he was left there bleeding from the brain. Hey. You see her kind of look very kind of somber, like, um, I kind of liked him. He was friendly. But that's where you have to be careful if you're taking these off. Not just anyone should be friendly, huh? You could say that. Were you two an item? Make a persuade. Just make a straight general charisma check. Uh, 16. She gets slightly blushed and he had a way with words. And she kind of just shuts down. I bet he did. I bet you he did. Make an insight check. And I'll allow, I'll allow anyone else that's in tune to this conversation and that want that wishes to make one. Let me make one. Uh, I'm 18. What am I? What check? Insight. I rolled an 18 on mine. 13. 17. No. Okay. Morgor attempting an insight. Remus, you got you. You rolled bad. That is correct. So I'm I'm just daydreaming and daydreaming. making lightsaber noises in my head. <laughs> uh, fifteen. Okay, Howard with the eighteen. You see a small tear kind of coming from her eye, and there's a uh, almost a sense of guilt that you can kind of see from her face. Well, we all do things we're not proud of. I'm sure Sergio is in a better place. Or not, because I'm sure he probably bled from the brain, so maybe not. But the thing is, we did learn 
that we can only do so many attempts before we bleed from the brain as well. So we have Sergio to thanks for that. Gotta get us out of here. Yep. That's how I'm gonna let that be. Um, she's <laughs> sorry, guys. Bad puns. Run, run, Sergio. Mm-hmm. You're, we're, we're making puns about a ska song which like there's only like two people out there that are going to get this that are actually listening or watching let's be honest <laughs> um so she's uh she, she goes i she looks shut down bringing him up honestly you kind of th- she she looks kind of like she's brought out of her zone and uh she's she goes so, so does anyone have any help Removing the shackles, if I can round people up. Uh, because... I might now. Okay. Um, essentially, from what she explains to you is that she can gather troops to come and help in a revolt against Jarrell. But if he wishes to, the shackles can be used against them. So uh... he'll, he'll be able to have minions at his control. So you'd have to remove the shackles if you wish to remove them one by one. If you remove well, them with failed attempts, they can bol- they can essentially hemorrhage from the brain and they'll die. Yeah. Unless you find a way to shut them off completely, which she is not aware of yet. Uh... <laughs> well, are you guys sure you don't want to just leave the circus? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm more than willing to leave. I just want to kill Jarrell before we do. No, that's fair. Um, can I? Do you guys want me to try the Kevin on like a pair of unarmed? I'll hold up the... shackle. Yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Hold up, Kevin to the unarmed shackles. Slide yeah. him in. Uh, what do you do to think to? How do you think to have him shift between a blade and a key? What do you think? I think I just say it out loud. <laughs> it's like, all right, key time. <laughs> There's a little puffed of metal uh, shavings as the key, uh, as the blade kind of shifts into a magical form, and there is now a key at its place. Move it in. Um, make a uh, dex. Make a sleight of hand check as you're trying to uh, lock pick. It is 22. 22. With Kevin, you go to kind of slip it in. You feel the tumblers click into place again. Move it. You see one end of one of the shackles unlocks on the pair. There's still one more locked shackle on the other on the other hand. I mean, if it if it works at one, it should work in both, right? You just have to you have to make multiple checks. It's not that yeah. the key just works; it's that it's gonna have to make multiple checks. Yeah. Okay. This, I, I mostly was just trying to make sure it at least did one of the shackles to be able to do it on the fly. Hopefully. Okay. Um. So 
will I meet up with you guys to bring people around? Where do you wish to meet up? Uh, are, are, are you going to bring Howard directly to him now? Do you wish to wait for the show to begin? And I can round up whoever's not working. Remus, do you wish to just come with me and we can unlock people along the way? That makes sense. I want to insight check her. Make an insight check. I got a five. She's being very honest at this point right now. I mean, you've all have done some planning with her before and she's just more or less looking for some guidance from you all. She looks a little out of it still, to be honest, um, from the Sergio comments. It's just kind of something had rattled her. Gotcha. I think that's a great idea, at least to get us more people there. Okay. She... uh, well, I actually have a few people in mind. Uh, there's Seltina. Uh, she's generally in charge of where they have the hammer uh, station with throwing the daggers. Uh, a drow. She's very good with the blade. And she may be good uh, giving us some ranged cover. Give her, give her a few crossbows. Uh, the hip and she'll be fine with that. Maybe can direct some of the attention from afar. And uh, uh, there's uh, Gilliban. Uh, he's an orc that's fairly good with a mallet of a, of a warhammer. And he's got some good strength. I know he uh, get, get him pissed off and send him in a direction. He'd be able to direct, distract quite a few people. Um, Benja is uh, another dwarf. And he's... I don't know where he's at right now. They'd be they'd be off by their sides getting the getting their games in their uh, their individual booths probably set up. Um and just uh he's probably preparing tonight's supper. So we have to split up and go in two different directions. Uh we'll have to we'll have to loop back around as she lets you know that you have to go into one side to the far end of the carnival to get to get the uh the drow and to get the orc. Uh, because he helps out uh, setting up for the rain, for the hammer uh, and the mallet swinging, and then the half uh, the uh, dwarf. Uh, she lets you know that he's uh, good with healing, and he's going to be on the way to Jarell's kind of tent in the main act direction. So uh, we'll loop we'll loop by and grab him last, so we don't have so you don't have so she doesn't have to get too close to Jarell and then loop back around. like that idea um shall we wait before we bring me in for you to round everybody up or well if if you all can head in and get get him distracted then ricky and i and uh, remus and i (laughs) inside checker uh she looks disoriented uh she goes remus and i and the others and anyone else we can kind of uh, catch uh, stragglers perhaps we can help uh, come up and catch you in the moment as a uh, you're squaring off with Jarell. You know, intimidate him call him out on it maybe get the crowd riled up unleash loosen whatever uh, c- 
monstrous catastrophe he has that you'll be fighting and begin from there. Okay. Just don't double cross us and take Remus with you, leaving us no. by ourselves. No, I like Remus. He's he's fairly chill. Right. We like him too. Just standing there with a thumbs up. <laughs> Morgor does not hate Remus. Now that's, two thumbs ups. <laughs> that's the first thing that Morgor doesn't actually hate. That's interesting. Big. That's huge. All right. So uh, Kelna explains her plan is that you guys are going to loop over to the one side of the carnival and get uh, a drow named uh, Saltina that throws some daggers. You're going to get Gilliban. He's an orc that is uh, kind of like the strong arms that helps set up everything. And he usually is uh, seen breaking down the mallet Gallagher uh, game that Howard was playing. Yeah, we were we left off good terms with that draw, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. And you all are going to head up to Jarrell. Now, which way do you guys wish to go into it? Are you guys going to go up and through like the back and kind of approach them from behind? Or are you going to try and bust in through the main part of the crowd? What's the game plan for you? I think we should make a scene out of it. Put on yeah, a show. The front door. Yeah. Especially if you guys are going to be, uh, you know, taking me in. Might as well show me off. Are you going to lock Howard in his shackles? Are you going to fake the locks? Are you... Um, gonna... You guys tell me. I th- I, I, I'll take the, the, the non-spell-casted shackles or whatever and just basically set them on him enough so that it's there. So from like a far enough away point of view, it would look like they were on without actually being on or, you know, just closed without, you know, Okay. All right. This um, is this is uh going to be the art of deception and improv. Okay. Yes, and yeah, I'm ready. I'm uh pretty good at that too, so I can pull that off. Okay. Give me a second, Ben. Okay. Follow Morgor's lead. You gonna do the talking or should I, Morgor? Morgor, do talking. You go for it, buddy. We did say we want a big distraction, so you go for it. All right. So, as you begin walking your way down to the front part of the tent, you, you decide to time yourself off better because you don't want to start too much of a fight and get into it before Remus and Kelna and the others have time to come up for the rescue. So we'll say that we're going to do a little bit of splitty, split right here, let a little bit of uh, Remus and Kelna go off, and then we'll come up and pick up with the rest of the group as you all begin walking your way towards the front of the tent. So... Remus, make a stealth check with Kelna. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. 
Oh, I lost that one. Oh, that one too. Right, third time's the charm, right? It was 27. Nice. Perfect. Um, as you, was it nat 20? I rolled an 18. Okay, not bad. With uh, sneaking off and slipping off, slipping to the side and start starting to run between uh, various carts in the direction of where the games are, you see uh, Kelma begin to uh, kind of keep kind of uh, push you down to the side and keep quiet as you see two gnolls, these hyena looking <laughs> uh, like and throw kind of like humanoid werewolf looking like beasts, but they have like these spotted furred backs that are hunched over and these like snouts. Um, uh, <laughs> and uh, patrol, patrol the ground, he said. Uh, uh, he starts, it's the one starts itching his neck. I can't believe it," he said. "To be on the lookout for anything too fishy, as the, uh, as two of these uh, creatures are talking to each other. Shut up! Shut up! Hopefully, he'll let us go after this. He said it's uh, that's only almost been paid. No, no stories are allowed. They start snapping at each other and are uh, going down and in between the rows of the uh, different carts and crates and the carriages of like the people are sleeping and tenting. Kelna slips as she's trying to hold you down to the side. And as she slips, her head cracks into your kneecap and you hear her go, Oh, and there's a moment that the two uh, Knowles. <gasps> I heard that. Did you? I heard something. Oh, you. Yes, I did too. And they are uh, begin kind of slinking down in your direction of uh, roughly 30 feet from you of kind of creeping and looking for the source of the sound of what this came from. As they were talking and not fully uh, aware of what was being said and done. Uh, make a stealth check. I got a dirty 20. Okay. Uh, walking by up near where you are all hidden behind, uh, where you two are hidden behind one of the barrels, you grab Kelna's mouth and just hold her quiet. And you hear uh, her breathing begin to halt, not wanting to alert anyone that you, that uh, she, that you, that you are aware that you are there. You see uh, them walk by you. And part of your cloak just kind of matches in right with the barrels that are naturally at your, uh, right next to you, helping you hide. Can I use my mage hand to like make a distraction like 20 feet away or something on the other side? Yeah. What do you wish to do for as a distraction with the mage hand? Like, do I see, what do I see across the way? Like, is there like something I can knock over or like branches I can rustle in a bush or a tree? Yeah, there's some, there's a uh, there there's a few uh, bushes that are grown up, uh, kind of like tumbleweed looking bushes that are rough, and has uh, you see you see like some burlap sackers caught on one of them, uh, next to uh, next to a couple stacks of of uh, carts and crates. 
Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just try and move the sack around a bunch with my mage hand. Make a deception check. I haven't rolled yet. I just looked at my modifier. It's all good. I got a 29. The two uh, Noel's heads kind of look over. <laughs> Fool! Smacks the other one. The one runs over and grabs the burlap tart, uh, tarp and kind of uh, like the scrap and rips it from the bush. <sighs> oh, nothing. Keep looking. You go that way. I'll go this. Uh, splitting up is better. And the two actually split up and uh, split in various directions as they both run past you in different varying ways. Kelna's good. They, they, they went in the other direction and just kind of going uh, to your rear side, uh, leaving, leaving the direction that you are walking towards. You begin uh, continuing, continuing your way to the far end of the carnival, past the uh, varying rows of vendors and carnival games that are all kind of shut down and held. And you can even see some of the people are packing up uh, knowing that it's is uh, winding up for the night. Uh, there are ghouls and uh, skeletal and zombie looking creatures that are <clears throat> untying ropes and put, rolling up some of the tarps and the, and uh, collecting kind of like bottled games and putting away uh, trinkets and toys and crates. <clears throat> About 10 minutes go by before you appear to the uh, row of games where Finks and Howard were. They described with the uh, mallet hammer game, the fish game, and the uh, dagger throwing game that you see an individual that is uh, very much dead hanging upside down with dagger puncture wounds in him. There's no one out there working right now. Countless going. Satina. Satina. Gilliban. You you here? You're Kelna. What's going on? Why are you not at the show? Shouldn't you be uh, working and helping people in? She goes, no, not, not that brave today. I'm uh, trying to hopefully make it so we can get out. As a half-orc comes walking from behind one of the uh, tents from behind, uh, from behind where you could see the, the dagger game being. And he is uh, shirtless, has a belt on with a uh, girdle, uh, a girdle, or uh, girdle, girder. And a leather padding that kind of droops down between his waist, uh, very bar- very barbarianistic style of like leather wolf hide armor, uh, minimalistic. Along his back, there is a large hammer that is uh, flat on do- on both sides, and you can see it is stained red. Oh, what's this about? Just tonight's the night. I've got someone that's pretty good with lock picking. Get Saltina. We're out of this place. See, so he looks over at you. 
Name's Gilliban. He goes over to shake your hand. Uh, hello. I'm I'm Remus. Crunches your hand a little bit, but not oh, too Oh, please tight. don't crunch my hand. <laughs> Easy, little one. We need you to be dexterous. As uh, he goes, Satina, come on. As you see the uh, drow with the white, uh, white bund hair that uh, was described before that has this leathered cloak. Come walking around. Yes, I am. Oh, Kelna. Surprising to see you. I, uh, you should have been working. As it says, like, no, oh, she's going to help us. I, apparently, tonight's the night. She goes, oh, I thought you said that was weeks away. That this would be an idea to only be humored. She goes, well, the time scale escalated. And we've got help now. It's not just us. Oh, we have help. As this uh, drow looks over at you. And are you the help? Yes. Well, I think so. Well, hopefully you can do this without killing one of us. I also hope so. If anyone can help me, maybe guide me or assist me, I would recommend it. But if not, the guy who usually does it for me is somewhere else and he doesn't it's it's a long story. He doesn't want to heal me right now. It's a whole thing. Anyways. She but was, he will if I it, it yeah. She goes. Who's first? I have some help for you. She kind of puts her hand on your shoulder. Uh what languages do you speak? I can, I'll never remember offhand. <laughs> uh, just the common and infernal. All right. Uh, Howard? I'm sorry, not Howard. Uh, not, dude, it's just you and Kelma there. It's just me and Kelma. I hear Kelma, a bunch of noises. You hear a elvish dialect whispered, but there's almost this uh, aggression in the undertones as you feel a crawling sensation as she places her hand on your back of like your shoulder, you feel like almost a, uh, almost like a tickle and then a pinch on your neck. You've been blessed. That was, hurt, but uh, all right. Here, don't kill us. My late, my queen would be mad. So uh, Who, you have your you, queen. Uh, it's long story. You're not a drow. She probably would kill you regardless. Oh, man. You would have loved my friend's lander. It's, that's a bit. Do you yes. like my armor? The, the armor. And she's looking over. You do have, you, you do have the, the, the spider armor. She's looking. And, and she's like, Can it, back to the shock. Oh, this is, this is nice armor. I like this. As It just catches her off guard. And she's like, oh. Make a charisma check on her. Deal. Seventeen. All right. Seventeen. She's she was. Oh, I do like this armor. 
she kind of puts her hand on your shoulder and kind of like moves it over your shoulder a little bit more and kind of like runs her hand down your back, feeling the leather and kind of like tracing the inlays of the spider webbing along it. And uh, make a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. You feel a click as she kind of runs her hand along your back shoulder and kind of near your armpit. There's almost like a, as if something was, a button was pressed. Almost like a clicking noise. And you feel almost like a pressure in your right shoulder underneath like right here. Oh, could you fix that, please? It, It is fixed. I just, it wasn't sitting right. I've heard stories of uh, of spider-borne armor. Oh, but I'm not a spider, so. I'll tell you, it's a little snug. Of course, of course. Um, to the shackles, right. please. As yeah, she kind of. Sure. She, she raises, she kind of pulls one of her collars. Uh, she or, or kind of like unfurls part of like her collar from her shirt. And you see this, this very thin kind of choker that is around her neck. And there, on the very back of it, there is a keyhole to be unlocked. She goes, don't kill me. And as uh, she does that and kind of gets down and uh, almost like a, in a kneeling kind of like down to like levels to give you like best access to her neck. Cal, uh, um, Gilliban has his hammer and has now kind of pulled it out and in front of him and is holding it now, just kind of waiting with whatever had happened. Kelna's Whoa there, big guy. Come on, come on. How do you need the hammer? What the hell is the hammer going to do? I don't know what's going to happen. I will be aware and ready. You you got it, big guy. <laughs> uh, what does Blessing do again for the roll? Uh, D4. D, D4? Okay. I'm ready to give this a shot with. I pull out Kevin. He's still a key, so they look very confused as to why I'm so excited. And then I go, knife. That goes to a knife. And I go, key. Key. It's a key again. Uh, And I'm going to give it a shot and the choker. Okay. Make a sleight of hand. Make a lock picking check as a sleight of hand with the proficiency bonus. That. Oh, yeah. So the hand. There you go. A 24. 24. 24. As you slip the key into the back of her, the neck, you feel the tumblers go as they turn. It unlocks. And Seltina's collar, you hear. (gasps) And there's a moment that you see her kind of begin to break down, break and lose herself. And she. Thank you very much. I'm Remus. Enjoy. Get about it. 
big, big, scary hammer guy. Uh, you see her. She, she puts her hand on your shoulder again and goes, please don't kill him either. And she'll cast blessed on you, blessed on you again. And uh, Gilliban holding the ha- holding the war hammer is uh, has the shackles on each one of his hand on his wrists. So it's going to take two of them. Oh, we got to start somewhere. Let's go with the right one. As you go up to his wrist, he's holding it at your eye level. If you kill me, I'll come back and smash your head with his hammer. You may have to wait in line, but I believe you. (laughs) I will. All right, make a check. Twenty-two. You slip the key into the tumblers, and as there is a little bit of a resistance, Kevin, the key knife, slips into place and unlocks the right shackle. All right. Falls to the ground. (laughs) You see him kind of just flex his right his right uh, arm. <clears throat> okay. Probably just use that thing as a mace and just beat people with the other shackle if you wanted. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. Can... He's looking at the head of the hammer and looking at the chains and seeing how he can like make something work out of it. You just need Please. something about the size of your wrist to lock into the other one. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's try this, to Kevin. Let's. Uh, oh, uh, you heard me talking to Kevin. I'm gonna talk. You, you, you hold on a second. I'm gonna look at Kevin real quick, and I'm gonna be like, Kevin, I know it's been you on these last two. I really appreciate it. I'm gonna need you for one more. I'm gonna try really hard, but I know you've you've been carrying the weight a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my best effort, and we'll we'll try real hard on this last one to get this large large man who will probably kill me and eat you um then then i'm going to just put it in the keyhole all right make a check you're blessed again too yeah with each bless you feel another pinch this on your neck i don't like this (laughs) i I don't like the pinching make 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 a wisdom or intelligence check you hold on. I got a 23 for the other lock. Okay. Now I'm going to make a wisdom check. As you, uh, as the keys unlock, the shackles drop to the ground and he starts to get mad and kind of, whoa, 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 whoa. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We're going after Jarell. Hold on to it. As the foam at the mouth begins to just recede slightly, was a rhythm check or intelligence, whichever oh, you chose. Oh, oh, let me see if, if intelligence is any better. Oh, it's one better. So I got a four. Feels like a feel feels like insect insect bites on your back neck. Oh, I know. 
you know what? I might cause a little mischief, thanks. <laughs> oh, no. No. no um, all right. Uh, <laughs> is, that, uh, is that everyone here? That, well, that's all the, all the. Yeah, I mean, as far as right now, uh, there's, there's Benja for a little bit of healing, and I really haven't made that many other friends here. Uh, you know, they're probably, they're probably all better post-battle to see who we need to save. Most likely. I, I mean, if we can get the shackles off Barbados and Holiday, I mean, that, w- that wouldn't be bad, but there's most likely going to be the ones attempting to kill us. So that's why we got the extra muscle and the range. And she looks over at uh, uh, Saltina's like, by the way, get the crossbows. You're going to want them. She looks at uh, Gilliband and goes, stay angry. Just not too much yet. If you get real angry, you can just hit yourself a little. That'll, That'll keep you going. Just sock yourself once every like six seconds that's what i've heard yes will do all right um you guys begin making your way over to where benja would be um at this point you you all have been relaxing and kind of waiting prepping yourself to head out um uh, you are uh, roughly 10 minutes ahead of where kelna and her little crew with remus are uh, they're not. Let's see. Actually, you, Remus, give me a stealth check to see how quiet they're doing. Twenty-five. Okay. Um, who is the most percept- who's the most perceptive of the party besides Remus? Is that you, Maximus? I am not perceptive. <laughs> I believe it is you, Maximus. Yeah, I get a plus five on perception. No one else beats that. No. Okay, make a perception check. Twenty-five. All right, you do hear the party. Probably about five, seven minutes uh, behind you, following up as they have begun uh, making their way towards the tent that Howard had pointed out and Kelna had told you about where she was going to uh, look for like the cooking stations to go get uh, the dwarf Benja. By this point, you have all begun waiting and decide it's time to move in for Jarrell. What you guys doing for, uh, are you guys bringing them fit single file? Are you trying to be stealthy? Are you just walking straight up? Are you going to lock them up last minute? Are you going to bring them in lockings and like, and like the clamps the whole way? What's your guys' plan on this side? Yeah, you can put me mm. in it. Just don't lock it. And yeah. Morgor got this. Follow Morgor's lead. All right, so um, Morgor, and then behind him on each side, I guess I'll, uh, or actually, I'll grab onto the back of Howard's cloak or coat and hold him like I'm behind him to the side. Okay. Like kind of grabbing onto him, like walking him forward. All right. 
All right, and I'll be behind him, and I will be preparing the, the Maurigi spell. I'm going to make some, some tremors and some lightning, and I'll get ready to make my voice very loud to introduce ourselves. Okay. I'll uh, cast Prestidigitation on myself and make it look like I'm already kind of beaten and worn down. Uh, like right. I'm under some kind of control. Subdued. Subdued. Okay. All right, we're going to have deception checks made in just a moment as you are all approaching the front of the gate. Um, give me another perception checks, Maximus. And I'll say thanks. Perception check. Okay. And five. Uh, five. Five. Okay. Uh, you, you hear at this point a... And now for our final act. We have a great beast far beyond that we have captured on our latest stop in Yeover Swamp. A monstrous tentaculous beast with an appetite, appetite that has no limits. We have a few unworthy patrons that attempted to steal from us. That, well... This is why you don't steal from a undead carnival as you are uh, as, as there is a sound of a lashing, almost of a, a whipping uh, noise through the air as there's a as something begins almost like uh, wrapped up in a tentacle and you hear a as, a, as there's a uh, gaping, uh, almost like air sucking sound. And you hear a shh, as there's a, almost like a lashing sound of a, something being pulled taut quickly. And there's a gulp, gulp, almost like gulping noise. Ribby. While that's happening, Remus and Kalna and the other uh, two make it over to the cooking quarters. And Kalna goes, Benja, Benja, where are you? Um, help her make an investigation check. She's going, Remus, I don't see him around here. He's always preparing for it, for food after. He's stupid enough that he, he cares about the patrons and about us, the, uh, not us, uh, the other workers here. He, he feels that his food can help them. Uh, he's a healer and he feels that the uh, warm cooking is, has good. Uh, he's too blind. He, he would rather stay here than get out. Where is he? You said investigation check? Investigation check. And she's That's what I... <laughs> My you... investigation is mod as a two. I got a nat 20. Nice. Uh, as she's frantically looking up and down different aisles and uh, of where there are almost like um, buffet style where you're going to like place uh, crates of like food that are heated and preheated ready to be set and placed to be able to scooped out he is running up and down, or she's running up and down looking at them. You see there is a big pot of soup that has a ladle uh, sitting on the ground in front of it that uh, has some stew still sitting in it. And it looks almost as ladle if it was left. Hot? Ladle is still hot, as if it was oh. dropped there. I think he's been taken. The soup is still hot. 
the ladle is not cleaned. What? <sighs> Looking down at where the ladle is, you do see uh, two, and it looks like uh, scruff marks of boots being dragged down and out of the tent and to uh, almost like a back alley, kind of like direction towards the main tent. They went this way. She was. must have seen me. Um, I need a charisma check from you as you see Kelna begin to get shut down again. She was for Sergio and Gerard. Avenger. She's done. I just want to go home. We got to get out of here. I want to go home. Don't cry, Kelna. You'll mess up your makeup. Uh, damn. Uh, I, got a fi- I got a 15 for charisma. There is uh, a few tears kind of coming down as she's... <sighs> I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. <sighs> Everyone wants to kill this guy. Remus, I want you to stab him in the back and then let me cut his throat. I mean, if, if we... I'll, I'll try real hard to make all that happen, but you I don't know if you saw Morgor. He's he's ready to kill that guy, and Morgor, Morgor was, hates pretty much everything. He took my father. All right, you have first dibs. I get that. I'm going to kill him. As she completely disregards the whole secrecy plan and stomps out, leaning out the front, and marches following right up after where you can see Danny, or sorry, Howard and Finks and Morgor and Maximus beginning to enter into the big top tent. You all, you four bust in. Uh, Remus, if you wish to follow up and run up, you can do, do I, so. Uh, Cal- can I try and go in a different way sneakily? If you wish to, yes. Kelna sure. tells you, distract him, get the crowd going, create chaos. We'll kill who needs to be killed. If you're lucky okay. and you're feeling it, unlock others from their shackles. I I don't know. I I'm not super social with the undead. Um, I'm I'm gonna do the chaos plan. I think that's probably the best plan I can do. All right. Kelna's pissed. She is uh, walking following up to where Dan to where the uh party is about to walk into the tent. Remus, what direction are you trying to go from? So I don't know the exact direction off right now, but mm-hmm. essentially my my concept right now is I want to go in from one of the other sides, like not where the main people are, but maybe either the side or the back. I just okay. want to go in the center of the stage and then I'm just I'm gonna straight Star Wars kid it. Okay. I'm just because I feel like there's a lot of undead people there. If they just see a giant sword made of light being swung around, they're all going to panic. Okay. You sneak off, make a stealth check as you begin to slip off to the side. And uh, I, I will wait till I see the rest of the party first, though. You do see the party entering in through the main entrance at this okay, point. Okay, I meant like when, when I go in, like if I, I see them and things seem weird, you know what I mean? Okay, so we'll say that you're, you uh, snuck around to one of the side uh, sides of the tent. 
you slip underneath it and you are keep, make a stealth check as you're keeping to the shadows as you see uh, Howard being brought in followed by Morgor Finks and uh, Maximus 22 the main center for the moment you were, you were hidden you feel there is uh, the uh, what you are witnessing is the back end actually at this moment you all would would be noticing the from varying from different angles uh, Remus you would see this from the back end and Howard Morgor Finks and Maximus as you walk into the tent uh, you do see there the patrons along the cur- the road the uh, bent curved bleacher sands where everyone is sitting and in the center of the ring there are two other bodies that are uh, chained up and given uh, what appears to be these basic looking rusty swords and their hands are chained together with little distance, almost like prison yard style. Like you can kind of move, but you're not going to be running and you're not really swinging with, uh, at, with actual strength. And they're, <laughs> we, we swear, we swear, Jarrell, it wasn't yours. No, 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 no. So we are to make an example of you all. As you can see, our pet here is quite hungry. And you see as he waves his hand to the pet of a large 20 feet, 20 foot tall, 15 foot wide bulbous frog with a, with a tongue that is lashing out. And it has multiple tentacles kind of slippering from its uh, slip, uh, like slip, um, Slipping, slipping off of like its side of its body. It's connected almost in a uh, uncontrollable, just instinctual, just as it's kind of sliding around the ground. One of the tentacles is beginning to kind of curl up the feet and the legs of one of the humans that is chained up. As he pulls it to the, as it, uh, the giant frog creature pulls him to the ground and kind of yanks his foot out from behind him. Drog goes, no, none of that. And cracks the whip and uh, distracts the creature as the, as the tentacle recedes back to itself. You all bust in at this moment or begin to walk in. Creatures in sight. Creatures in sight. Uh, I want to cast speak to animals. Can I, can I do that mentally? Is that a mental thing? Or do I actually have to um, like talk? Is it a spell? It's a, it's a cantrip. It's an eldritch invocation. First level divination. It doesn't say. Check in right now. Verbal, and so it's hand motions and verbal. To cast it, right? Yes. But is the actual communication verbal, or can that be? Check like... in right now. Yeah, so you gain the you, you gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts. Okay, I'll hold for now then. And make an make a uh, an animal uh, make an either an animal handling or nature check. Okay, I'm gonna go with nature. Okay, uh, fourteen. You're aware that this is not an animal. This is okay. a monstrosity. Okay, sounds good. So we're we're in the tent now. 
Mm-hmm. We see this this frog creature, mm-hmm. and we see Jarrell. You see Jarrell off to the side, a bit cracking a whip. She goes up, Bobo, as the frog creature grabs the tentacle uh, that's slithering out back. It reaches out to the uh, human's feet, wraps it around, dangles it up by up by uh, upside down. The person's going to try to use its hands, try to swing a sword at the tentacle. It goes, come on, you're going to have to do better than that if you wish to live. I'm swing the tentacle, uh, swing the sword, and it's failing. Is he, is uh, is the the frog Thulu thing, is it um, like shackled and chained as well? Make a perception, make it a perception check. And you all can Google the term frog hemoth if you wish to see what this looks like to be more accurate. Figured Google. it was. 19. Um, 19 for perception. You do not see any shackle on this creature. Okay. At this moment. I wish to yell Drell's name. Okay. Do I see uh, either of the people I'm supposed to be looking for to un- unshackle? Either uh, Holiday or Barbados? Or, yeah. Make an investigation check. Or perception check, your choice. Yeah, they're probably both not good. Oh, that was okay. Investigation or perception. I got a dirty 20. I rolled an 18 plus two. Okay. You see a white tiefling to your left. 20 feet, leaning on his back on some boxes as he's spinning around a pistol in his one hand. Just playing around with it, cowboy styles. He's flipping around the pistol, spinning it. He's got a, uh, looks to be a smoke in his, out of his one uh, part of his mouth. You do not see Barbados. I will try to sneak over to Holiday and unlock them. You see that on Holiday, uh, he has two shackles on his wrists. Um, you are aware that Holiday is one of Jarrell's bodyguards. So he's keeping a very uh, close eye, just kind of on Jarrell, and he's scoping out the crowd. And he actually. See him whisper, kind of muttering something under his breath. And make a self check. You slink over to him. You see him staring at the entrance. He is staring at the entrance of the tent. 22. 22. Okay. Uh, Out of his range of vision, you slink up to behind the barrels behind him. 
the of the stacks of boxes there's two large crates that are t- 10 foot tall these are huge big crates and using your eye to kind of peer inside them you see they're filled with hay and uh they're these giant large meta- uh metallic uh sphere almost like cannonballs like about this big how close am i to him Thin, about five feet if you're behind the crates I would like to use one of my barrels lids and become a barrel in front of the barrels okay so you could be like right next to him uh, you're gonna have to make another stealth check if you want to activate one of your barrels and trying to creep up creep up next to him alright I'm gonna try really hard 27 this moment Holiday does not perceive you conjuring a barrel right next to him. Where is, like, can I, is it possible for me to try and use Kevin to unlock him without him knowing? Well, for this moment, because Holiday is is unaware of your, uh, your proximity to him, and not seeing you, he begins. He uh, reshifts himself on the barrel and moves his left hand uh, down to his side. And as he does, you see part of the hand appear in the barrel's mira- image of like the illusion, and you see a shackle sitting right in front of your face, as a, as there is a white skinned hand just kind of gripping on his side as he's watching. I'm, I'm gonna go for it. Make us make a deck. <laughs> Kevin the key knife will pull make it a, out. Make a straight, make a straight sleight of hand check. Right. Add your, add your, add your uh, proficiency to this. I'm t- saying a little prayer for you, Remus. Thanks. Help us, help reaches you. 24. You slip in, Kevin, real quick as the hand. Uh, swings back in your direction and as the animal swings and you have kevin ready and as you've been practicing with multiple other uh shackles you unlock it shackle comes off of the wrist you see as soon as that one comes off i'm going to immediately go for the other one because i should be able to see it through the barrel right you see it through the barrel but it's on the other side of him so his back is on a stack of boxes and yeah. you're on the left side of him. You have yeah, to get sure. over to the right side of him now. How are you doing that? Oh, God. That's a great question. Bonus action, disengage. That moves you a square, right? I, it moves me as much as I want. <laughs> well, let's say this one. But Roll you for can initiative. notice a barrel. Oh, boy. Roll for initiative, oh, Remus. I'm not fighting anyone. Oh, that was good. All right. I forgot what my initiative mod is. Hold on. I got a 20 initiative. I have a nine, so you roll first. Sick. All right. Um, What do you wish to do? (laughs) I, okay. Here's my question about disengage. 
If I disengage and then attempt to undo the shackle, can he not react to me? He wouldn't be able to react to you disengaging. He would be able to react to you after your action. He's not going to. Okay. Uh, he's not going to react with you uh, coming into his space. So you disengage. You would you would remove with you would leave without the reaction. You could come back into his vicinity and enter it again and react. And then, um, if he wishes to, if you try to leave his space a second time, he could then react to that. Okay. Here's my idea. He's leaning against the barrels, right? To the to the stack of uh, boxes of crates. Yes. Yes. I'm going to both push him and the crates forward so he falls. Okay. Make us make a not prone. Hopefully, simple strength check. She's trying to push him down and push some of the the boxes and the crates down to kind of knock him over. It's gonna be a fourteen. Okay. All right. He fails his deck save. See if he gets knocked, pushed over on his stomach. What do you wish to do as he goes, Jarrett? All in the same time motion as he just kind of shouts out. I, I would like to unlock the other shackle. You hop on his back and go to unlock the second shackle. Go for a yeah. second sleight of hand shock. Oh, Jesus. Don't fail this. Oh, God, it literally landed on the edge, and I can't see. Hold on. Uh-oh. This is fate. Maybe it's because you have an eye patch on. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 27, though. I rolled an 18 plus my mod of 9. As you go to slip the key into the second one, you twist it. You hear the... As it unlocks. Uh, can I... Is it? Are they held together by a chain, or are they just random? these holidays were not held together by chains? There are two individual uh, chain, two individual shackles. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna bonus action disengage and then run away thirty feet towards the center of the ring. Okay, so as you begin that, cut over Morgor. You called out Dujarel to distract him during this entire time. Yeah. Real, real quick, before Morgor gets started, after he calls out Jarrell, I want to use that the Maturgy spell to dim all the torches in the room and then bring them back up in like a vibrant red and very bright. The aggressive okay. lighting. <clears throat> Mood shift. Uh, does Jarrell acknowledge me? Jarrell. Well, hello there. Ah. Here we are. Strong-looking dragonborn. I believe we've met before. Jarrell. My name is Morgor. Morgor is here to kill you. (laughs) Uh, There's a moment of him. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Uh, You have to kill me, please. Um, Really? As he kind of looks over and sees Howard. He's here to kill me. That's the big yes. thing? Yes. Uh, we, we've all decided, and I'm sure the crowd can agree, you're a terrible ringleader. 
horrible at this show and nobody really likes you. So we're going to kill you. <laughs> There's a uh, chuckle and then a grin. You see him uh, look over the crowd. So the real performance for you all tonight. As he uh, begins to crack his whip, cracks it again at the uh, frog creature again. It says, a feast for you. Eat to your heart's content. As the frog as begins soon to as he, hop. As soon as he tries to crack the whip again, I'm going to shoot an Eldritch Blast at his hand. All right. Make attack roll. All right. Now I'm going to change the color of the fire to yellow now for Howard. Oh, All nice. right. Uh, it was only a 10, though, so I probably missed. <laughs> All right. The light distracted me. You shoot an Eldritch Blast. It goes flying through the air. <laughs> Hits off at uh, some random patron. <laughs> Gets hit off in the crowd. Um, totally meant to do that. All right. So you guys are, are ignoring the whole Howard is in shackles. Crip. The veil has been lifted. Way yeah. too way too soon. Go more. Way too soon. That's and uh, as he begins to uh, chuckle and laugh, you see his whip crackles into a red jeweled looking sword with the blade that looks of this red uh, fiery uh, metal. As he goes, well, this time... We'll see who dies at the end of the fight. We'll pick up there next week. As you see this frog creature <laughs> begin kind of stomping its way towards you. And Jarrell is uh, holding this new, almost a, a samurai curved blade in his right hand. Uh, getting ready for a combat, almost kind of limbering himself out. And you see him kind of look up and goes, Join in any time. You all can look up at one of the top banisters. Uh, there is a green half orc that <laughs> vanishes in a plume of uh, misty smoke, <laughs> appears on the ground next to him, and begins walking in his way towards you, group. Uh, you four. Remus, you come r- running in from behind. Are you still going, Star, star Wars kid, with the lights, with the sun sword? <laughs> yeah, I am. If, okay. if if Drell's pulling this shit, getting guys popping down, I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm just gonna... <laughs> all right. Um, as he begins uh, chanting some arcane, uh, say, Ricky uh, Remus, make an arcana check. B seven. Okay. You don't hear. Uh, you don't understand the the, the words that are that uh, Jarrell is chanting and shouting, uh, but you hear a <laughs> from about thirty feet out uh, to the edge of the tent, kind of following in from the backside of where things had went and found Kelna the first time. And we're going to pick up there next and we're going to pick up there uh, next week as you hear a, uh, a a sword of what appears to be zombies or undead there's a 
the ground is a, has a slight rumble to it as some larger uh, sized individuals are coming out. And you hear, now, as Kelna shouts, uh, running up from behind the party of you all. Um, and we'll look up there with the ambushed and encounter next week. As this is going to be, uh, I'm going to attempt to have a nice little battle map ready for everyone because this should be something fun to see visually. I, does, I do have a few minis out there that I are, have some ready to be painted that will be great for this. And I'm excited for uh, you all to finally fight Jarell again. Part no. deux. Part deux. Part deux. Yeah. Well, uh, I do want to follow up with uh, Tony from the chat. Thank you. Thank you, everyone else that is tuning in. Uh, Black Rock Joe and Argon Jr., thank you so much. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Make sure to be back next week uh, when we go live at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be uh, running and rolling dice by 7.30. Uh, but make sure to tune in next week. Make sure to hit notification and uh, uh, make sure to hit that uh, like, subscribe, that the little bo- the little bell button, so you're notified next time we go up and go live. And uh, you know, if you haven't yet, if you're listening in, make sure to jump on over to the Twitch uh, podcasters underscore and hit follow, subscribe, so that uh, we get those number boosts and that you can then interact with the majority of the chat because that's where they're all uh, hanging out and chatting. So do that. All right, guys, um, before we sign off and let everyone else know where you can follow the players at, uh, please make sure to head over, support podcasters on social media. It's pod-casters, tabletop gaming on Facebook and YouTube. On uh, Twitch, it is podcasters at, I'm sorry, no, pod, at podcasters underscore on Twitch, podcasters underscore on Twitch. And on Instagram, it's podcasters underscore tabletop gaming. Uh, the links will be in the in the bio below in the bio in the show info. So please make sure to hit that, follow the link tree, support us. I'm rambling. Um, essentially what I'm saying is make sure you're here live on Sunday nights to watch us all. But if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, before I ramble any further, Maximus, let them know where they can find you. Hey, you can follow Maximus. I need to really learn how to uh, memorize stuff. Maximus tweets on Twitter from time to time. Uh, and if you're on Twitter, you can follow him at <laughs> podcaster with no S, Mad Max. Podcaster, Mad Max. Uh, if you want to follow anything I'm doing online, logo created, like you see, uh, the network, the Fable of Five, and the network again, I make those. Uh, you can follow me on the Instagrams and the Twitters and all the other internets at the Mark 716. There you guys go. And Howard. Howard, uh, you can follow Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H. Um, and then if you want to follow my art, you can go check it out on Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts. Um, I'm slowly catching up on some Sword Timber stuff, so be on the lookout for that and some other projects I got coming up. So be on the lookout. All right. Thank you so much. And thanks. All right, everybody, you can follow Finks uh, on Twitter at Podcasters Finks. If you want to follow me doing some miniature painting, I'm on Instagram at Phoenix Forged. And um, I do want to promote one more thing. Sweet. And I don't know how Discord works very well, but uh, DCT Industries actually does have a, uh, a Discord that we started, and we really haven't done too much with it yet. So I'm going to throw that link in the chat. So if you want to follow DCT Industries on Discord, trying to build up a community for some Kaimon stuff, check it out. 
sweet. Check on out. Uh, speaking of DCT Industries and Kaimon, Jeff, have on, uh, come on down. All right. You could check out DCT Industries on Facebook at dctindustries.tabletopgaming or Instagram at DCT underscore industries. Um, we got our resin models up and yeah. running. Woo-hoo. We got like a little owl. Got little dinosaur, brontosaurus. Little dinosaur. They call this one the wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, that's like my favorite one. Oh, I love it. And here is that cosmic dragon. Oh, nice. Beautiful. So, yeah, uh, like Tony said, follow us on Discord. We'll be posting a lot more stuff on there. Um, And follow us on uh, Facebook. You can check out kind of like what we got coming up and any projects that are coming up. And I believe our first convention is going to be in November. Um, Playtest Playfest. It's a local convention. So exciting. So, yeah, we'll be there. Demoing uh, Kaimon. Make sure you guys, if you're able to, head on over to Playtest. Wait, what is it? Uh, Playtest Playfest, I believe. Playtest Pit. Playfest. Make sure to head on over, check it out, support DCT Industries and Kaimon. And if you haven't yet, make sure to follow them on social media. And last but not least, Remus. I'm Remus. You can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. He'll tweet stuff like a random Star Wars picture today um, or other stuff down the road. You can follow me, I'm Ricky Coates at Rick underscore Coates on Instagram, Twitter, or any of that fun stuff if you want to. Um, and if you, for some reason, I don't know when this is going up, are in the Pittsburgh area on Friday, the, oh my God, I forgot what day, the 17th for uh, Four Chord Music Festival, I'll be there doing stuff, playing music, hanging out, but I'm pretty sure also Anthony will be there. Not this year. Anthony won't be there this year. I messed up already and we're live. That's, that's fine. But maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year uh yeah that's it for me thanks again i'm glad we're i'm excited i'm very excited to see what happens with Jarrell. um things have progressed in an interesting way and you know we always derail the npc derailed the plan this week i just want to put it out there it was not me finally wasn't us was not you well she she derailed the original plan with you remus everyone else morgor was the ones like we're gonna walk and we're gonna fight him Howard, you what I'm saying to... it wasn't my fault. It was her, all her. She derailed your plan, but I'm gonna tell you, everyone else was supposed to go in to try and trick Jarrell, and y'all were like, "Nope, I'll just blast." And I mean, we'll be fine. We'll yeah. find out next week. At this point, Howard would have just been like, "Oh, okay, I guess we're not doing that." Ugh. Throw shackles. Ultra <laughs> 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 blast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, we're going to pick up there next week, guys. Uh, Everyone that's tuning in, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Uh, Argon Jr., there should be a way to follow us or like us on the Twitch. I I don't know if it it doesn't give you the option. Yeah, somehow there should be a way to give a follow or a like or something. Click buttons, and we'll figure this out. You are awesome. Blackrock Joe, dude, awesome, sweet. Rock on with the monk. I've got ideas for him. And uh, talk to everyone and see you all next week. 
uh, grab those d20s and make sure to actually I'm gonna grab my keep flying dice because keep flying keep rolling look at that I love that logo love that logo right there and we're not live keep rolling podcast Yeah, Knock, stop, lip biscuit 24-7. <laughs>